0: You've all heard the saying, there is no I in team. Well, that's partly correct. But we each bring a unique perspective and experience when working as a team. So it can be viewed as a collective group of eyes that work together to build a team of success. Welcome to Unleash Your Inner Goldilocks How to Get It Just Right, with host Dr. Cass Henry. In today's program, we'll uncover the tools of team success in order to achieve winning results. Now, here is Dr. Cass Henry.
1: Welcome to Unleash Your Inner Goldilocks, How to Get It Just Right. I am Dr. Cass Henry and look forward to spending the next hour with you. This show is focused on helping listeners seek self-empowerment and springboard that into economic empowerment. Taking a page from Goldilocks, building the road to success just right so as to help each person take control of their transformation is what we are targeting here just like goldilocks we want to make sure that each person is approaching their own transformation journey in a very measured manner not too hot not too cold and in the right sequence, in the right proportion to accomplish their goal. When it's just right, everything is going to fall into place. Today's episode is unleashing the feminine energy to shape our tomorrows. How many of us have grown up so many times in our lives hearing the terms Mother Earth, Mother Nature, Motherland, Mother Tongue? Everything that is so personal and so precious is always referred to in the feminine term. That is because deep down, as a human race, we know the feminine energy and the feminine power nurtures us and sustains us. It is what gives us life. It is what nurtures the very existence of all life form. And we instinctively know this regardless of the culture we come from and the language or the religious background we practice, because this is not unique to any one culture or race or religion or people. This is common to all of mankind. As my audience already know, I was raised as a Hindu child in Sri Lanka. And to me, visualizing my God, my deities, my philosophy, was not necessarily in a male or female form, because to us, culturally, everything embodied the male and the female counterparts in equal portions. The feminine side of the spirituality and the godliness is termed shakti, literally meaning energy. And the philosophy I grew up around is the male embodiment of our creator is the movement and atom and the action. And the female counterpart of that embodiment is the energy that gives life and nurtures and sustains the movement of the atom. And the entire universe is created by the unition of the atom and energy. And when I look back at the Western education and the Western philosophy I was exposed to, even in the olden traditions and the Greek mythology, male and female had an equal place there were mythical gods and goddesses so male female was not something that was considered as who's superior to whom it was regarded as two parts of the same whole the yin and the yang concept and somewhere along the way we have evolved into a society where we are trying to understand Why women do not have some of the rights men take for granted? Why are women required to be empowered to reach some of the goals they are trying to attain when it is a man, it is already a given? A man never has to talk about, do I have the right to choose the profession I want to go into? Do I have the right to choose how I want to? my medical care to be dispensed to me? Do I have the right to choose what I do with my body? Whereas as a woman, over time, we've gotten into places in a variety of different cultures and societies where that is a question mark. Even when two nations, two cultures are clashing, they get into the argument of, should we let our women dress a certain way? Or is the way women are dressed part of the reason why certain things are happening. And even the argument that happened, say, in the coast of France about should women at the beach, based on their religious beliefs, wear a swimsuit or should they wear a full body covering? If philosophical difference and ethnic or national debates and arguments were happening, It's very easy to drag the woman into that mix and make it about a woman. And I am constantly fascinated as to how we evolved to a place where that becomes the point of conversation. It's no longer women and men looked at as equal parts of a whole. But women's empowerment has to be approached as a struggle, something that we actually have to invest. And why is that? Understanding that is important for us to start helping get ourselves out of the funk we've gotten into and help ourselves move forward. Not all cultures, not all countries look at a femininity and a female empowerment the same way. I had the luxury of coming from a country that gave us gave us the entire uh concept of having a female head of state Surimavo Bandaranaika became the Prime Minister of Sri Lanka in 1960 before any other nation that is a democracy even contemplated having a female head of state I was raised in a household where my mother was a university professor and in fact far more educated than my father That was the norm where I came from. It was not something unusual And a woman can pursue any career she wanted, can pursue any education she wanted, she can run a household and she can run a country, was something I thought was normal until I started traveling and I started opening up to the rest of the world and realizing, oh, no. Different cultures, different societies have different norms and realities. And if I am truly going to emerge as a global citizen, I needed to understand these things. And I needed to then empower myself in a way that I took my destiny in my own hands. And I also started through observation realizing not all people think about female empowerment the same way. I have been very, very lucky in having a lot of very secure, thoughtful, responsible men in my life as mentors, as professors, as confidants who have understood what I am capable of and helped in my transformation to become empowered women. So it is not even a gender thing. It is, I realized It's a security thing. A person who's strong and secure and comfortable is confident in letting other people grow and blossom into what they are capable of. A person who's not comfortable in their own skin then stifle other people's progress because that's how they can feel important and that's how they believe that they can win. So empowerment even though we are seeing a lot of different gender cultural disparities, empowerment ultimately becomes a mechanism that can be accomplished by secure people who care about the greater good, helping one another come out of the shell and do what is necessary to be done. So we as women empowering one another professionals empowering one another, adults empowering the next generation, need to start thinking about how do I make sure I'm never in a situation where I come across controlling? How do I make sure I unleash the potential and the energy of the young women around me so that when I empower these young women, I am truly empowering families, and when I empower families, I am truly empowering societies. All across Asia and Africa, all the non-governmental organizations go into uh, economic development work. And the first thing they do is engage all the women in the community to give them basic literacy, economic literacy, and then give them seed money to start their own economic pursuits by way of cottage industry. And when women have the economic pursuits and the economic seed money, then the family gets pulled up, and then within a generation, the entire community is on its own feet. And then these NGOs go on to go and help another community. So social progress and economic progress in developing countries and underdeveloped countries have always focused women, because when you empower women, you empower families, because women are the mothers of the household they are the nurturers of household and they will always put their children and the well-being of their families first doesn't mean that men don't do that but culturally and historically it's proved that Economic disparity happens when women are not literate, women are not empowered, and bringing that to the women in a society is the only way to lift up that entire society. As a child going to school in Asia, one of the requirements for us in South Asia is, in return for the taxpayer funded education we get, we have to go into rural communities in various places and contribute towards the upliftment of those communities. Through the process of spending my summer vacations in rural communities in India, where I was going to high school and college, I had the opportunity not only to build schools, but also engage in education, educating these rural women to read and write and speak English, math, and then get them engaged in economic pursuits. I always contribute to my current uh, situation in life where I am a successful business owner as well as a professor because I had the luxury of experiencing what it takes to provide that kind of insight to other people. And through that process, I found myself, I found my calling and I truly found the person I was going to transform into. That is what is important for all folks who are choosing their own transformational journey to remember. Women who are taking the transformational journey have an obligation to and have the need to pull the others alongside so that once we get where we are going, we have brought other people along and those other people are pulling those alongside them all the way up as well. So this, you can start visualizing, is not an individual journey. It's a shared journey. It is a calling that those of us who can see the importance of helping one another make in a way to uh, improve our society. And today, as we start talking about women and empowerment, I want to take a moment and introduce our next guest who will come on soon after our break. Uh, my good friend and somebody I've had the pleasure of working with, both as an advisory board member to a foundation as well as a former recipient of the award she had founded. Tracy Campbell is a very highly educated professional woman in technology. She's a social entrepreneur. She's a podcaster. But she is also, above all, is the founder of Bebo. I am gonna let her introduce you to the concept of Bebo and what BIBO does. But I am most excited about is to bring Tracy on so that she and I can start the conversation about why it's important, even in the modern day, in a developed country like America, for women to help each other, for women to recognize and reward each other and shape our collaborative journey so that we make our empowerment contagious.
0: Success starts here. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com. It's your world. If you are looking for an outstanding keynote speaker, look no further than Dr. Cass Henry. Cass is available to speak to your company. She also offers organizational leadership development seminars and workshops. These seminars can integrate learning and development, customer service, processes and financial growth. Positive, motivated employees care about their customers and work products. Visit casshenry.com or follow Dr. Cass Henry on Facebook. That's K A S Henry.com for more information. Organizational training does not have to be a difficult job. Visit Dr. Cass Henry's site to find out more about her Organizational Training Curriculum Development and Global Organizational Training Webinars. These informative webinars cover leadership development, career path and succession planning, financial performance improvement and change management, and corporate finance. For more information, please visit CassHenry.com and follow Cass Henry on Facebook, That's K-A-S-Henry.com. Looking for exciting video content live and on demand? Visit www.voiceamerica.tv for exclusive content you just can't find anywhere else. That's voiceamerica.tv. Tune in now.
2: Success starts here. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com. It's your world.
0: We're listening to unleash your inner Goldilocks how to get it just right to reach dr. Cass Henry or her guest today please call 1-888-346-9141 that's 1-888-346-9141 you may also send an email to dr. Cass Henry at hotmail.com now back to this week's program
1: Welcome back to Unleash Your Inner Goldilocks, How to Get It Just Right. Today, our guest is Tracy Campbell. And as you heard, she is a social entrepreneur, author, podcaster, IT consultant, and the founder of two organizations, The Champ and People. I cannot wait for my audience to meet her. Welcome to the show, Tracy.
2: Thank you so much, Kaz, for having me. It's here.
1: Oh, I am so excited for our audience to learn and understand what BIBO is about and all the valuable things you are helping drive in our community. So as both a BIBO award recipient and a subsequent advisory board member, I have had the personal honor of working with you on this very important cause. Can you please take a few minutes and help our audience understand why you started the Bevo Foundation while being a technology professional and how the Bevo Foundation is making a positive difference in so many different communities within the United States?
2: I would absolutely love to and again Cass, thank you for having me on and uh, allowing me to speak with your audience. You know, Bevo Foundation and Bevo stands for beauty and bio. About not only our current uh, generation of women, but, um, the uh, boomers, also the generation of and those that we after them, and we do it through a multi-pronged approach. Uh, the Bebo Foundation we the education, specifically STEM education: science, technology. Uh, engineering and math for our next generation, but we're also actively helping women right now that are dealing with homelessness, are fighting to get their lives back, escaping domestic violence. We're also doing other initiatives for the health of women, the physical health. So Bebo Foundation is all about not only the mental health of our women, again, our current generation and our next generation, physical health, specifically heart disease. That's one of our big campaigns. We educate women in local communities how they can better take care of their heart, their physical heart, and their bodies, well so as take care of their mind and for new path in life.
1: Those are such important aspects of a woman's life, Tracy. And it is true because women are so focused on raising their families, running around to maintain their jobs, running the households, taking care of the spouse, the one person they forget to take care of is their health and their well-being. Absolutely. How can we as women start having this conversation, especially at a time where in our current American society, women's health has become the political football, and yet... Women are 51% of the country's population, and they are the center of the household when most of our families are single-parent families.
2: Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And, and you know, it's funny that you bring that up, Kaz, because a lot of the women that we help through the Bebo Foundation, a lot of them are single daughters. We have a sister organization, Champ Community Project, that focuses on at-risk teens. A lot of them are from single parent hospitals, which are headed by a woman. So we are in a day and age where the woman and the single mom aspect of things is really in the forefront. And to your question, uh, this is a day and age where we really have to, have, as women, we really have to get back to nurturing each other. Uh, women have been very competitive. Historically, we're very competitive creatures, if you will. And we have to get back to the camaraderie, the partnership, the edification of each other. And that is something that I truly hope that we are fostering through the Bebo brand. That aspect of true sisterhood. There is so much out here for us to do. There's so much work to do. There are so many opportunities Mm-hmm. they are available for everybody. So this notion of having to be in competition with your proverbial sister, you know, this other woman who's also in the fight along with you, you don't have to compete with each other. It, you become stronger when you align with each other, when you amplify, amplify each other's gifts and you really
1: um, develop a true I I totally hear you, Tracy. But let me play the devil's advocate and ask this question. Normally in the presence of scarcity of resources, the competition becomes a competition for survival. So in the classroom, I actually take this as an example when we talk about economics, where our society has a disproportionate number of single parent homes, and those homes are disproportionately run by the mother. And women get paid less for the same job the men have. Women's health care is more costly, right? And then they also have the financial responsibility of raising the children. So the deck is stacked against women and they carry the financial and family children burden, even though they don't look at it as a burden. So given that kind of a reality that we're facing, Tracy, and women are so run ragged, how can we help women just take a load off and take a deep breath and stop thinking about this is a shared journey? Because it's hard to preach to somebody who's so frazzled. Absolutely. And, you know, I take a page from
2: my experience with my own mother, who was a single parent, And she did not have, unfortunately, uh, resources around her. She did everything on her own, and we essentially were a team. Of course, I was very young, but I could not help her in certain aspects. I couldn't provide a sounding board. So, Kaz, you know, I look at the situation with my own mother, who did not have a support group, and I was a child. And so I couldn't give her the support of a partner, you know, someone to share their financial load or to share the load of, of the, the burdens that she was facing uh, mentally and emotionally. Mm-hmm. Uh, I couldn't provide her resources. So those things are critical to women, especially in this day and age, when we have so much to deal with and contend with, it emphasizes the need for partnerships, it emphasizes the need for collaboration even more
1: than even in my Mm -hmm. mother's day. That makes total sense. And so part of what Bebo is doing is through their recognition process and their rewards process, bringing these different women together and creating a platform where women can start collaborating with one another, even if in their community, where they are driving change, they, they are doing it alone with not too much support. So, how, so why don't you take a moment and explain to our audience as to the Bebo awards and recognition side of what Beauty in Beauty Out is about.
2: Absolutely. Well, you know, as we just talked about the need for women to collaborate and we just talked about the need for for women to have that support. The Bebo Awards is all about celebrating and honoring women who have already, if you will, made it. You know, they are women who have taken what they've accomplished and now they're giving back. They're mentoring or they're providing uh, pathways and inroads for other women to come along and also experience that type of success. So essentially, they become the mentors in, in the communities and they become the, uh, the resources for some of these women who don't normally have access to those type of of women. Uh, In the case of of my mother, I'll go back to her, she could have benefited from a woman who was successful, but who was also accessible. And that's Mm -hmm. something that we're missing in this day and age. You know, We have all this technology, I'm a technology person, I think it's wonderful. But the one thing that it does is it creates a a, a separation, if you will, between people. And women Mm -hmm. who need that personal touch or they need someone that they can, you know, touch and feel and maybe even uh, sit down and have a coffee with, you know, they can't do that as readily as you would think in this day and age. So through the Bebo Awards, we're honoring and celebrating women who are just
1: phenomenal but at the same time they're also accessible. That is a fascinating point you make because in the age of social media we all have so many friends and so many electronic relationships but they are not emotionally bonding and emotionally rewarding and as women and nurturers the only way we prime our pump is to get that emotional bonding support. And so I totally understand what you mean by saying that is what the Bebo Awards are providing. And I met you through that process. We (laughs) are a larger group of women, and we are spread all over the United States. And similar organizations are existing in other countries, in other communities where women help women. And how do how do you see Bebo taking on its life beyond the United States border, collaborating women from other parts of the world and taking a page from what other societies and cultures have found successful in pursuing their own sociocultural empowerment for women?
2: I'm so glad that you brought that up, Kaz, because going back to social media, one of the pluses of social media is that we do get to connect beyond our own borders. Mm -hmm. And we have definitely been inundated with requests to come abroad, uh, places such as the UK, Australia, parts Mm -hmm. of Africa. Um, And we're excited that that what we're doing is making not only a national impact, but a global impact. And as we grow and as we gain more support uh, in terms of resources and financial uh, backers and so forth, we absolutely intend to take the Bebo mission uh, overseas and across borders.
1: Wonderful, because I think as much as Bebo has an opportunity to share and cross-pollinate, it is a two-way street, right? So I'm sure we have an opportunity as part of the women partnering in that Bebo process to take a page from what has been successful in other cultures, other societies, and then bring them and make it work for us here. because. I look at the United States and I see truly two different societies. We have our developed part of our society and then we have our underdeveloped and developing part of our society. So we are literally three different economies and three different stages of any society cohabiting within the 50 states of the United States. Absolutely, and you know one thing
2: that I I would love to see and you just touched upon it, is bringing in other cultures and learning from them. Uh, As most people know, us Americans, we're a little arrogant. You know, we are a superpower. Uh, We function in in that respect. And I think that it's very short-sighted. There's so much that we can learn from our uh, counterparts overseas and other countries. And it would be absolutely fantastic not only for Bebo to be a resource, For women in other countries, but for us to also incorporate their culture or incorporate their values, incorporate what they do into what we do and truly make this a global mission.
1: Beautiful. Hold that thought. We will continue that line of conversation when we come back from break.
0: Change your world. Change your life. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com. If you are looking for an outstanding keynote speaker, look no further than Dr. Cass Henry. Cass is available to speak to your company. She also offers organizational leadership development seminars and workshops. These seminars can integrate learning and development, customer service, processes and financial growth. Positive, motivated employees care about their customers and work products. Visit CassHenry.com or follow Dr. Cass Henry on Facebook, that's KASHenry.com for more information. Organizational training does not have to be a difficult job. Visit Dr. Cass Henry's site to find out more about her organizational training curriculum development and global organizational training webinars. These informative webinars cover leadership development, career path and succession planning, financial performance improvement and change management, and corporate finance. For more information, Please visit CassHenry.com and follow Cass Henry on Facebook. That's K-A-S-Henry.com. Now you don't have to stay linked to your desktop or laptop. Take Voice America on the go and listen anywhere. Get our mobile app for iPhone, BlackBerry, or Android at the Apple iTunes App Store, BlackBerry App World, or Android Market.
2: Change your world. Change your life. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com.
0: are listening to unleash your inner goldilocks how to get it just right to reach dr cass henry or her guest today please call 1-888-346-9141 that's 1-888-346-9141 you may also send an email to dr cass henry at hotmail.com now back to this week's program
1: Welcome back to Unleash Your Inner Goldilocks, How to Get It Just Right. You are listening to my guest, Tracy Campbell, and me talk about what it's going to take for us women to come together to empower one another in our journey to help our societies and communities continue our transformation. Tracy, as we went away for break, you were talking about how, as an American society, we need to become more open to hearing other people's suggestions. And I was chuckling to myself because compared to the rest of the world, we truly are in our infancy stage in terms of our history, from our cultural uh, history and what we know and what we've done and where we've been. We haven't even compared to the rest of the world reached teenage stage. That's so true. so how, how do we get past the notion that we know better than anybody else and we have to learn from each other as well as, as women we're in this together and it's not just women. I also normally am very concerned about saying just women because empowerment of women cannot happen without strong men supporting us. And you and I who have very strong, secure men in our lives know that we can't do half the things we do if we didn't have our other halves willing to pitch in and do what it takes and make some of those sacrifices. So how can women in this journey find that balance and find that partner to share so that we get to where we need to get to and don't take our arrogance there?
2: Mm -hmm. Absolutely. That is so key. And I think that's where, you know, putting forth the positive real role models comes in. You know, uh, we're dealing with a generation right now that I like to say are dealing with the disease of entitlement. Mm -hmm. And that disease, if you will, it stems from, quite frankly, what we've put into them, um, the previous version. So in order for them to get past that, we have to make a concerted effort to put in front of them uh, real role models, role models that embody some of the old-fashioned values, if you will, that maybe you and I had experienced when we were growing up, maybe Mm -hmm. even some of the values that our sisters overseas are growing up with, you know, that some people may feel are archaic, But it truly shapes their psyche. It truly shapes their way of interacting with others. Mm -hmm. And that's the only way that we're going to eradicate that problem. We have to start by starting at the top. And at the top, I mean those of us who are older, those of Mm -hmm. us who are already out there in the world earning a living and, and building businesses and so forth. And then we have a responsibility of making sure that the next generation has the benefit of that education.
1: I could agree with you more because ultimately being a adult is about ennobling others. I use the word ennobling because I truly like the connotation or the denotation of that word. It is doing right. what it takes to bring out the nobleness in everybody around us. And we don't have to have blue blood to do that. There is nobility in each of us in the true sense of the word. And good leaders know how to bring that out. And to me, empowering people is about bringing that inner nobility so that people see beyond their material benefit to leaving this place better than we found it and doing something constructive for somebody beyond their immediate family and their immediate flesh and blood. That's right.
2: You know, you know that old expression. It takes a village uh, to raise a child, and I know people are probably tired of that old cliche. But the reason it's an old cliche is because it's so true. And we have totally, as a society, gotten away from that. And unfortunately, that includes women giving back and nurturing younger women. It includes, uh, unfortunately, in this day and age, mothers who are so bogged down with paying bills that they're not able to instill uh, other attributes into their daughters. It includes sisters who are so focused on their careers and education that they forget that they may have a younger niece or sister or cousin that they need to be responsible for. So, unfortunately, because of the day and age that we're in, it makes the work of Bebo and similar organizations that much harder and that much more needed.
1: That is true. That is true from the context of what we are seeing in our society in America. But then we're also in a global economy where we're raising our young women to go out there and compete in a global marketplace where all the other mothers who are in similar situations are raising their daughters to be mothers before their teenagers, teenagers. Right. from the perspective of take responsibility for the family nurture the family be accountable so some of those disparate disparate uh, emotional intelligence and the soft skills the foreign workers are bringing into the workplace it's hard to compete i mean i am in a global finance marketplace and when we hire we are looking at not just people who have done well in school, but we're also looking at people who have overcome challenges and who can put the greater good first, put the team first, put innovation, and what is right first, then winning. So if that is what the successful businesses and organizations are looking for, it even makes economic sense for us to raise our daughters to be that.
2: Absolutely. You know, when you look me up, for example, Tracy Mm -hmm. S. Campbell, one word you're going to see is social entrepreneur. And Mm -hmm. what you just touched upon, Cass, falls right in line with that. It's not only about building a business and making money and getting Mm -hmm. ahead, but we also have this notion of a social responsibility to incorporate the people aspect into the things that we build. Mm -hmm. And part of that people aspect is focusing on the mentality, the emotionality, um, and the morality of the people that are involved in these businesses. And unfortunately, here in the U.S., we've gotten so wrapped up in capitalism that we're paying the price now with this current generation in in a lot of ways. We're seeing the the fruit of that selfishness. We're seeing the fruit of that self-centeredness and lack of focus on the person when you build business or when you um, develop organizations. So I'm really, really excited that um, part of what we do, I personally do, Tracy S. Campbell, what I personally do, but what... Feebo also does, is we're getting to that space of social entrepreneurship and social responsibility, which is part of our mission. Um, Mm -hmm. It really actually is the overarching pillar of what we do. All the programs that we have, all the initiatives that we have, the award ceremony, all these things wrap up into nurturing our biggest resource, which is, you know, the young people and especially young women that are going to come behind us
1: hmm. And truly, that is what leaving a legacy is about, right? Whether whether women are mothers from a physiological perspective or not, we all have to learn to look at the young people, boys and girls, young boys and girls as our children and then figure out what do we need to do to bring them along so that I the analogy I always give in classes while I don't have kids I don't want to be a crabby old lady who shows up in your organization and I want to argue about what you did wrong because do me a favor, do this right, learn this right because you really don't want me as a little old lady with my walking (laughs) stick walking through that door, right?
2: No, no, we don't want that. We don't want that. So it would be in everyone's best interest to pay attention to what we're talking about today. And really, you know, look in your own backyard. Look around your Mm -hmm. own uh, home or business or, you know, look at your everyday interactions and just become more cognizant because everything that we're talking about today is really very, very obvious, unfortunately, uh, in the world today, and especially here in the U.S. I mean, I I keep focusing on that because I agree with you, we truly have allowed capitalism and all sorts of other isms to get in the way of the responsibility of nurturing this next generation.
1: Mm -hmm. And so part of the challenge, whether it's Bebo or all the women who are driving their own version of empowerment in their corner of the world, our challenge is actually to Change and transform the value system. Value system can't just be about material. I was reading somewhere where it said, you know, there are parts of the world that actually use things and collect human relationships, and then there are other societies that actually use people and collect things. And that struck a chord for me because that truly is the divide between who has that collective strength to come out of whatever situation they go into as a society versus who's not.
2: Yeah. Yeah, we we've definitely become collectors of things and less collectors of people in the sense of really focusing on building the person. And when I say build the person, I'm referring to not just uh, physically. That's, of course, Mm -hmm. very important, but also mentally and emotionally, also building uh communities, true communities, not just a bunch of people living on the same street, but truly building a community to make this, to take this burden off of one or two or three people. Um, The 80-20 rule is very much in effect right now, Um, 80% of the work being done by 20% of the people. And we can't sustain that way. And when it comes to women, you know, you have that added on top of the natural competitiveness Uh, that Mm -hmm. we talked about earlier, which compounds the issue. So you have to have uh, initiatives and programs and things in place. that, And it's a lot of work. It's not easy. As you know, Kaz, it's not easy. But you have Mm -hmm. to have these type of initiatives and programs in place to even try to deal with this problem because this problem is multifaceted.
1: Definitely, definitely. And as we come out of the break, I want us to spend a couple of minutes talking about how folks, our listeners can go and read up on the BIBO nominees, how they can go about uh, doing their vote, casting their vote, when the votes can be casted, all of those good information, as well as if anybody wants to get involved with the BIBO or BIBO Foundation, how that is possible. So start thinking about how you want to formulate the uh, trajectory for our audience to get involved. And let's go into a quick break.
0: This is the home of the top light coaches entrepreneurs and success drivers the Voice America Empowerment channel If you are looking for an outstanding keynote speaker, look no further than Dr. Cass Henry. Cass is available to speak to your company. she also offers organizational leadership development seminars and workshops. These seminars can integrate learning and development, customer service, processes and financial growth positive motivated employees, care about their customers and work products. Visit CassHenry.com or follow Dr. Cass Henry on Facebook. That's K-A-S-Henry.com for more information. Organizational training does not have to be a difficult job. Visit Dr. Cass Henry's site to find out more about her organizational training curriculum development and global organizational training webinars. These informative webinars cover leadership development, career path and succession planning, financial performance improvement and change management, and corporate finance. For more information, please visit CassHenry.com and follow Cass Henry on Facebook. That's K-A-S-Henry.com. You're listening to Unleash Your Inner Goldilocks. How to Get It Just Right. To reach Dr. Cass Henry or her guest today, please call 1 888 346 9141. That's 1 888 346 9141. You may also send an email to drcasshenry at hotmail.com. Now, back to this week's program.
1: Welcome back to Unleash Your Inner Goldilocks, How to Get It Just Right. Tracy and I are having a conversation about Bebo and empowering women. And Tracy, as we were going off for break, we were talking about the importance of women helping one another, women being there for one another, and being that emotional strength and support. So how can our audience learn more about people foundation people award where can they go to learn it and how can they get more involved in learning about the people award nominees and the voting process
2: you know it's it really really easy um to learn about the people awards and again the people awards are an annual celebration of local role models, local mentors and communities throughout the U.S. Uh, We're currently in Chicago, but we have women that fly uh, from other cities to come to those locations to get their honor that they absolutely deserve. You can find out more about this uh, glamorous event that's all about good works at www.bibo.com awards.com again that's mm-hmm. www.b-i-b-o-awards.com. Um, Of course we've talked a bit about the work of the foundation uh, where we're focused on building up the person, the physical side of the person, the mental and emotional side the future with science and education and so forth all of that falls under our Bebo Foundation umbrella and you can go to ww.d. Bow foundation.org. That's T-H-E-B-I-B-O Foundation.org.
1: Thank you so much for that information, Tracy. I am sure our listeners are gonna be interested in going and getting some information there. As we get ready to bring this conversation to an end, one of the things that always strikes me as a person coming from a culture where marriage is for life. I remember when my husband proposed to me, he's American, and I told him, no. He's like, what do you mean no? I'm like, we're best friends. Why would I give up a lifetime of a relationship that is so lasting as a friendship to an American marriage that is so fleeting, yeah. right? Yeah. And so it is always shocking to me to see how easily people give up on relationships and It's sometimes even a marriage becomes competitive. Women and men take the competitive nature that they bring into life, into marriage. And if I don't get my way, I'm going to hit the highway kind of a deal or I'm taking my toys and leaving. So that is at the very core shaping our society, whether we acknowledge it or not. And part of this introspective journey we need to take as we look at empowerment of women is that we are raising our sons and daughters to be strong and being strong means understanding another perspective. Being strong means being able to walk a mile in another person's shoe and being strong means willing to consider a different perspective. It is not about if I'm strong, I have to win and if I don't win, I lose. What are your thoughts on how people can help that thought process, and it's not just a female thing. It is a general, almost a sociological phenomenon of this part of the world.
2: Yes, it is. It is. And you're right, it's not just a female thing, it's a people thing. Mm -hmm. And through Bebo, we are, yes, primarily focused on women and young women, but I'm so proud to say that from our advisory board to our working board, to those that you would see at a Beeble Awards event. We have a lot of men involved, and the reason Mm -hmm. we have a lot of men involved is because I personally am very passionate about the healthy relationships between women and men. I have been blessed to have a successful marriage thus far, knock on wood, and uh, we want more people to see that you can still celebrate women, and not ignore men because it is, they are very important to the fabric of our society as well. What we have to do mm-hmm. to your point, Paz, is we have to promote and educate on how to have healthy relationships. So I hope that through Bebo, when folks become involved with Bebo, that they understand that it's not just about having a glamorous award show once a year. It's very much about continuous education on all fronts throughout the year to help build healthy relationship
1: foundations. Definitely, definitely. And you know me long enough to know that to me, the message of empowering women is for women to raise very strong sons. If we raise strong daughters, we want them to have a good, happy, nurtured life with a strong man to take their hand and take the road ahead. So I am totally with you that this is a journey we take both genders equally, side by side, and it is not winner takes all.
2: No, it's not. No, it's not. And before I I go, Kaz, I know we're running out of time, but I do want to make sure that I inform all of your audience about speaking of the Bebo Awards, we have something called online voting that is Mm -hmm. coming up, and uh, we're excited about that. Uh, When we select our uh, honorees for the Bebo Awards each year, we first do an internal selection of all the nominations that we receive, and we receive a lot. And then once we narrow that down, we have online voting to give the public an opportunity to weigh in. Mm
0: -hmm.
2: Uh, The online voting for this year starts on July 17th at www.biboawards.com. We're going to make it really easy for you to go there, learn about the incredible women that we talked about uh, today and why you should know about them, and give you an opportunity to vote on them so that we can honor uh, some incredible women on September 23rd here in Chicago. And we're celebrating five years as well, five years of Bebo. so it's going to be a big, big event.
1: Wonderful. Wonderful. I am sure that uh, our listeners will make note of that. I will also make sure in one of the blogs that I post closer to the event, I will remind folks of that. And thank you so very much. My goodness, Tracy, I can't believe we are at the end of our hour. It has been such a wonderful time chatting with you. I have loved our conversation as always. And I truly, truly am encouraged that our listeners are going to have a lot of value coming out of this dialogue and use this information to continue their own transformational journey. Thank you so much, Tracy. I hope so. Thank you so
2: much, Kev. I truly enjoyed it. Thank you.
1: Thank you. And to my audience, thank you so very much. It's been truly a pleasure to have you back this week. Um, I cannot wait to share my next week. And the guest and the topic, and continue our transformational journey together. I look forward to seeing you at Unleash Your Inner Goldilocks How to Get It Just Right. And as we close the show, I want us to continually remember whether we are men or women, each of our transformational journeys are not a solo drive. It is a partnered process, it is a shared process. And as we take our own journey towards our own empowerment, economic empowerment through the rite of passage of self-empowerment, we all make sure that we take the time to transform one another. We not only transform one another in a way that it is beneficial to each person's journey, but we remember that every human interaction is an opportunity for transformation, and we have to start this transformation by starting with our own.
0: Thank you for tuning in to Unleash Your Inner Goldilocks, How to Get It Just Right. Please join Dr. Cass Henry again next Thursday at 1 p.m. Pacific Time and 4 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel for another edition of the program. We'll see you then.